from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Proud to be here with you every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, and we're inside of the segment Significant Sound Bites, which spotlights every single week a special conversation. This week, I had the opportunity to spotlight two conversations. You just heard from Kylan Whitner live, and now Dante Strickland is with me. Dante Strickland Spent his time at Syracuse at the running back position, played in different offenses, was asked to do different things, and ultimately, I think that'll help him as he moves forward here into the NFL draft to show that he had to be different pieces at different times for different offenses and different coaches, as we know the NFL is ever-changing. And he is also somebody that I'm proud to call a friend, and I appreciate very much so. So with that being said, more than anything else, I appreciate his time that he's given over the past few years and continues to give. And with that, Dante Strickland is here with us this morning from New Jersey. Dante, how are we doing today? I'm doing I'm doing very well, man. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And Dante, I kind of have to start it off that way. Like you and I, you know, as I, as I do with a lot of the guys at SU, just built a relationship kind of instantaneously. And, and you've always been a good guy, always been somebody that I could call up, connect with, you know, and, and shoot a text to and whatnot. And I, I want to start off by saying thank you for that. You've always been a stand-up person. No problem, man. It's, it's all an honor, you know, just to give the opportunity to meet new people and, uh, you know, just form a type of relationship that, you know, that could last for a lifetime. So it's all, it's just an honor. And, and Dante here with us this morning as he's looking to form those bonds and form those relationships in the NFL. You had an opportunity to work out with the Buffalo Bills. Bring me into that experience and what that was like for you. Uh, you know, it was a great experience, you know, from you know, leaving Jersey uh, to flying out there to Buffalo. It's my first time being over there. Um, and also being with about five to six guys who I played with this past season um, and just being comfortable over there. There's guys who works for Syracuse, uh, Seals over there. Uh, he's uh, works with the Bills now. Uh, Danny, my old trainer from my freshman year, was over there. So it was it was great to see similar faces, you know, to make uh, be more comfortable in the in the uh, practicing with the Bills and stuff, but it was just great, you know, talking to the coaches, going to drills, being on an NFL field uh, for once, and uh, just uh, being able to expose my talent. And what can you say about, you know, the other guys that were there with you from Syracuse? I know, obviously, I just spoke with Kylan about it, but who else was out there with you? Uh, it was me, with I call him Witt, this uh, Kylan, uh, me, with Ryan Guthrie, uh, Matt Keller, Cody Conway, Ravion Pierce, Chris Slayton, and Coda Martin. And what did you guys take away from that, you know, that, that all of you had that opportunity? And Buffalo seems to be that team that always does that. You know, the upstate New York team reaches out to Syracuse, another upstate New York team, and, and, they, and they always seem to have that connection of, you know, working out guys and kind of seeing what Syracuse has to offer. What, could you, what can you say about, you know, being up there with, you know, familiar faces and being around – other familiar faces on the staff like you had spoken about and just what that did to kind of open your next chapter to the NFL. 
Um, it was great. I mean, I'll probably start off with saying, you know, uh, the season that we had this past year, Syracuse, um, 10 and 2 record. So now, you know, a lot of NFL teams and scouts are, you know, eyes are opening up to seeing, hey, these guys could play. Uh, the schedule was a fluke. You know, we've been 4 and 8 the past three years. Could have flipped the script around, but, you know, the last year, uh, opportunity that we got with Syracuse, we were able to do that. So I'd say the record uh, the past season had opened a lot of eyes. For them, you know, to invite us to these these workouts and give us an opportunity to showcase our talents, but um, it's just a great, a great all around experience with these guys, and uh, it was great to be on the field with them one last time before you know uh, draft uh, this upcoming week. And when you when you have that experience, you get to go out there and and get to be with them. You know how how did you guys kind of come together after? I mean, did you share any notes, kind of? Give some thoughts collectively on, on what you guys took away because so many of you got to experience it together. Oh yeah, of course. Um, anytime uh, the guys link up, you know, it's always jokes, uh, old stories. You know, something happened previous week. You know, guys are just telling stories about uh, where they're living at, where they're training at. Um, but after the workout, you know, we all came together. We we're gonna go all get, go get food, but then you know we we're just rushing back to get to Syracuse because uh, spring game was the next day. So many of the guys that were at the, uh, had um, participated in the workout. Uh, we're at the spring game the following day, so we just, we're trying to get back to Syracuse as soon as possible. And and for you to kind of you know have this moment to go back to the spring game and know that it's all done. I mean, this is a spring game you're not playing in for the first time in a very long time. How how did you kind of take that? I mean, you and I got to link up there. We got to spend a few minutes together. But what was it like for you to be on the sideline and not be on the field, not be in front of the fans, not have you know the the orange and blue on anymore. How how surreal was that? Uh, it was very very surreal. Um, actually, coming through the tunnel, um, they had opened the gates for me. I don't even know if they realized if it was me or not. Um, they, nobody asked me any questions, so I kind of just went along with it. Um, and then when I came through the tunnel, there were a few fans uh, that noticed uh, that noticed me walking through, and they were yelling my name. I took a few pictures, took signed some autographs. Um, but it was it was very weird just to know that I was back at the dome and not playing, not being hurt, just that I can't physically play on that field anymore because uh, my time there is up. But just being back there, just, you know, being on that field was all the memories just poured back into my head, just from the Clemson games to the past season going undefeated at the dome for the last time. Uh, it's great, and just to be able to go back. And, and it, it just, the atmosphere felt like it was, you know, I made the right decision going there. It was family-oriented. Like, a lot of fans were thanking me, saying that they, you know, wish I had another four years for them to see me, uh, for them to watch me on TV and for them for me to have that Syracuse jersey on. But it's just a, it's just a blessing, and it's an extreme honor. Speaking here with Dante Strickland, running back for Syracuse of these last few seasons and now heading to the NFL draft. Dante, there's a play I'm never going to forget. And that play was from this season where, and you and I spoke about this, where Eric Dungy called a quarterback sneak, tried to go forward, tried to push over into the end zone, and you were standing off to the left side of him and just went up to him, took the ball, and then ran in on the left untouched for a touchdown. Bring me it's a, it's a very unique thing. Bring me back into that situation and back into – to that play because I will never forget that moment where I was like, oh, okay, Eric's trying to quarterback sneak, and it didn't look like he was getting through, and then you're just like, hey, bro, I got you. <laughs> just took the ball and went in. 
that play, uh, they actually put that on my highlight tape, and they showed right after I got to the sideline, I'm on the bench, and I'm showing like my reaction, explaining to my teammates about what happened. Uh, that was not a draw, a set up play that was supposed to happen like that. It was supposed to be a quarterback sneak. Uh, and Dungey, or whenever we're on the goal line, I always say it's Dungey time. Whenever we're on the, the where the the two going in, Dungey scoring, like he's taking it. Um, so he called for a quarterback sneak, and he actually got jammed at the line. And I was supposed to be there to push, but he had gave me a tap to you know we were going left to right. He tapped me to go left, so that's when you probably saw me go to the left side. And he got jammed at the line, and I kind of saw like nobody in front of him, but the ball he had like on his chest kind of like pushing it towards me and like I ran to him starting to push him and he was like here take it so I was like okay so got the ball ran to the left side I stuck the ball out to the ref to show that Dungey didn't have it anymore so they didn't blow the whistle dead and before you know it I was an end zone and, and I mean a play like that is so unique and so different and and you know and, and you, as you talk about it you know, it's like this is happening in split seconds. You know, when he's like, hey, you take it. There's all this stuff going on. There's everybody at the line. This guy's screaming, pushing. You know, you're, you're hearing all that. You're hearing the fans and whatnot. So, I mean, to me, that, that makes it even more of a moment that you were able to go up there, have the wherewithal to be like, hey, let me help you out. And then he's like, no, 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 you take it. I, I mean, that, to me, that's that's got to be a play that's going to last forever because it's so unique. I mean, it, with all the games I've watched my entire life, that's one of the Syracuse plays that I'm like, yeah, that play, and there was another one I'll talk about in a second, but, I, I mean, this was all happening so fast that you describe it kind of slow it down and, and whatnot, but it's it's a pretty crazy play when you think about it when, when all said and done. Oh, yeah, extremely crazy, and uh, it's crazy that it, it was with a guy that, second I stepped on campus where we just formed a bond that will be brothers forever so love that man to death and basically that, that play showed that we do anything for each other to get the job done and what can you say about about that relationship with Dungeon? you and I talked about it a little bit before but just what he's meant to you and, and and you know the friendship on and off the field like you said from the moment you stepped onto the field you guys were friends you know you played as a true freshman he played as a true freshman just what you could say about that bond that you have um, it started from uh, even before he committed to Syracuse. Uh, I actually still have the messages on Twitter. Uh, we actually talked about it the other day. Um, but the second we stepped on campus, you know, he just him being a competitor uh, and the drive he had, and just he wasn't a big guy when, we, when he first got on campus, and neither was I. But just the size and the, the mentality that this kid had, and he brought to the field as a, as a true freshman, and I was out there as a true freshman as well. Um, and it was just like, all right, let's dominate, let's do this. We're here for four years, uh, trying to change this program around. We got one opportunity to do this, so why not? You know, just get it, get the ball rolling. And you know, once we got started, you know, he had a few injuries and stuff there, but even when he was hurt, like he was still out there in spirit. You know, being on the sideline, being a coach, him getting the reps that he had as a starter, uh, even as a freshman, being out there helping Mahoney, um, getting tips from Terrell Hunt as well, um, and then even. Uh, Past previous years, you know, him getting hurt, being out there with Tommy DeVito, you know, helping him out, coaching him up and stuff like that. So, you know, Eric Dungy's somebody who, uh, like, once I said again, is a blessed, blessed, very blessed to um, have suited up with him. And and that's will be my brother forever, you know. And, and I want to make mention, you're speaking with Dante Strickland as he heads toward the NFL draft, running back, coming out of Syracuse. 
Dante, the, the other play that I said that I'll, I'll remember happened a while back. It was with Donovan, Donovan McNabb. I don't know if you remember this play. So Donovan had the ball. I remember I was at the game with my dad, and we were behind, I think, one of the goalposts, and he dropped back, and he had the ball, and he sent, he sent all his guys deep. And so you're thinking the ball, everybody's looking downfield, and it looked like he had already released the ball. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, what is going on? And, and and the the play's moving. These guys are running 30, 40 yards down the field. And then I look at my dad, and my da- and we were like, he's still got the ball. Kevin Johnson comes around from the right side, goes behind Donovan. Donovan has the ball on his back, on his number, just behind his back. Kevin Johnson takes it, loops around, and just darts forward for this amazing play. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's plays like that where, you know what I mean? Like, in your case, the ball, it's like, where was the ball at? In his case, it was the same type of thing. Did you ever go back and watch old film like that, or am I telling you this for the first time? You're telling me that for the first time. Uh, similar, uh, familiar names, uh, Donovan Nab, somebody who I've watched since I was real young, uh, playing with him on Madden, watching him on the Eagles, and then Kevin Johnson, as you mentioned, I played with his son uh, this previous year. He's also a Jersey native, so got a little uh, background on them. Um, but just familiar guys uh, that I've heard, but I have not seen the film on that play. What can you say about uh, about about his son, Kevin Johnson Jr., kind of coming full circle and, and for me making me feel old that I watched Kevin Johnson play. But Kevin Johnson Jr., what can you say about him? I know he was a freshman last season. Uh, what does he bring to the table? Um, during, uh, my time at Syracuse, he was hurt uh, very often uh, while I was there. Um, but while he was, you know, healthy, uh, kids got great hands. His dad was always at practice, you know, giving us tips. Uh, brought back uh, Marvin Harrison uh, to one of the spring games. Uh, just a great kid, you know, all-around all kid. You know, he's got a lot of background on football, so the kid's got knowledge, you know. So it's just a matter of time before his game to, you know, rise and level up with this knowledge that he has for the game. That coming from Dante Strickland. Dante, as you move forward here, and we got the NFL draft coming up in less than a week at the time of our conversation right now, what can you tell me about your attributes as well as the areas that you're really honing in on and working on as you get set for the draft? What do you want people to know? Uh, right now, just to not list me as a running back. Uh, a lot of teams, you know, they see running backs and they just see him as, you know, hand, hand, the, hand the guy the ball off and he's not having blocked linebackers and DNs and guys. Listen, uh, me, I'm all... Or all over around the guy, uh, play special teams, could play wide out, could play slot, could play running back, could play wildcat quarterback, could throw the ball, could block for you. Uh, you name it, I can do it. It doesn't matter. I just don't want to be listed as a running back, you know, to hold my game to one, you know, one dimensional. I'm, you know, I want to be all known as all around back, all purpose yards, do whatever, do anything for the team to make them better and to make me get on the roster. And the thing is, when when you were at Syracuse, you played different positions. Sometimes, you know, you were you were that H back that they had in the system for a bit, and then you sh- you know you shifted into receiver at times, running back at times. So you got that experience. How does that experience help to kind of show you on film? Because you know, at the t- while you were at Syracuse, you had a, a bunch of different designations on the depth chart. How does that help you out? Um, for that, I've been doing that since uh, I started playing football. You know, I've been all over around the field, defense, uh, punter, uh, kickoff guy, kick returner, punt returner. So that's all normal to me. It's just the opportunity now to, 
you know, have these coaches go back and look at that film and see that I'm not just a one-dimensional running back and see that I could be all over the field wherever and whenever they need me. And, and like you said, Wildcat quarterback, you had some opportunity there at Syracuse as well, you know, being able to show that you can throw the ball. Your film allows to see you catch the ball, throw the ball, run the ball, and be in a bunch of different type of sets, different offenses, just, you know, how, how those multi-layers are helping you to sell yourself, so to speak? Uh, this helped me a lot. You know, a lot of teams, um, when I go to work out, they see my feet work, they see my hands. You know, I usually don't work out with gloves on when I'm training back at home, just so when I actually have to put on gloves, it's second nature, it's nothing. Um, but just, you know, working on my game, I've been doing a lot of receiver drills, uh, working with a lot of guys from different schools. Uh, one of my very close family friends, Mom Sanu's, uh Falcons receiver, so I was uh, with him for six weeks training and just getting a lot of knowledge and, and game from him and watching his film and giving his, him giving me tips and pointers on, you know, how to read defenses, you know, when to break on balls, when so on and so forth, but it's just a lot of, just getting a lot of knowledge and, you know, a lot of watching a lot of film and just getting a lot of pointers from guys who've been out there. And, and like you brought up, Mohamed Sanu, you know, a, a guy who spent time and obviously coming out of Jersey area spent time at Rutgers and and now you know with the Atlanta Falcons just just how important that was for you and to build that bond and have that connection with somebody that's in the NFL that's gone through it that's been on one team and then shifted to another that's you know had to you know constantly reinvent himself and and grow and blossom and show what he can do just just what his knowledge and wisdom of the game and of the NFL has done for you uh, that's been great. Uh, ever even before he was in the league, uh, that's been a brother to me since I was about five or six years old. Um, so now it's just completely normal. It's natural. Like we'll have conversations. Where people will see us and they're like, "Oh my god, like how does it feel to be hanging out with an NFL star?" And I'm just like, I don't even see him as an NFL star. It just so happens that he plays on Sundays and makes a lot of money. Um, but just his knowledge on the game is you can't teach that. You can't look it up on. Google, Twitter, anything like that. It's all from the heart. It's from what he has done in the game. You see his film. You see what he could do on the field. It's just all from his heart. And he loves giving back game to younger kids and watch them grow. And he always tells me, I always say, like, I want to be just like you. But he tells me every day, be better than me. Do things that I couldn't do. That's why he's giving me the game and the knowledge that he gives to me so I can take on and, you know, perform at a higher level. I love that. Don't be like me, be better than me. That that says a lot about his character for sure. Of course. So Dante Strickland here with us this morning. Last couple minutes, Dante, faith, family, football, they all seem to go together. Uh, you know I'm a big person on faith, big man on faith. It's it's something that drives me with everything. I mean, I don't exist. This show doesn't exist. The company doesn't exist without God. What can you say about faith, family, and football and how it works into your life? Um, I'm actually in my living room, and my mom has nothing but family pictures all around from football to when I played basketball to my brothers, my sisters, the grandparents. Um, so that's engraved in me. Uh, I have my whole family on my on my arm, tatted on me. My dog that passed away a few, a few weeks ago, he's on me as well. Um, family comes first. Uh, wouldn't be where I'm at now without my parents, you know, putting me into this world. Um, and just the, the camaraderie with my family that we have, we always been together, stuck together through thick and thin, um, and now, you know, going on to another chapter in my life, them supporting me with no matter what the outcome is this, this uh, next week. Um, and it's always been like that. Um, 
football, sports to them comes second. Uh, they just care that I'm healthy, um, being a great kid. I'm actually about to graduate from Syracuse, so I'll be the first one in my family to do that. So they're supporting me with that standpoint. Football is second, sports are second. That doesn't matter. But faith and family, football, it's uh, can't mix those mix mix those together in, in one thing. But you know, you always got to know what comes first, and you know, just gotta got to put your, um, your foot forward and just maintain that uh, throughout. And what does that mean to you? Like you said, you mean first in your family too. To be able to, to to graduate and have that, just what it means to you to to rep your family like that. I mean, in, in a situation like that, I would imagine it's you know, as you walk across the stage, you're walking across that stage with with a lot more than than just you going across the stage. Just what that means. Uh, even without even just graduating, just being on the field, had my last name on the, on the back of my jersey, representing you know my family, you know that's watching from home, that's in the stands, my friends. It's a whole lot more. People just see me on TV, on Instagram and stuff, and just like, oh, man, this kid's, you know, he's doing his thing. But it's it's a whole lot more. It's like the work ethic, the struggle, like the trials and tribulations to get where I've been. Uh, I just can't thank the man upstairs for guiding me and helping me through everything, and the family for my support my, and my friends, you know, to guide me through everything as well. And I spoke, you know, speaking of family, I spoke with Kylan just a few minutes ago about his roommate. Share with everybody who you had as roommates while at Syracuse. Uh, while at Syracuse, my first roommate was Shot Cullen my freshman year. Um, then even before that, at, in the summer, was Davon Ellison. That was my roommate like three or four times. We actually committed to Syracuse, wanting to play together. We went on a lot of visits together, Rutgers, Temple, Penn State. So that was like my best friend before he had transferred, Jordan Fredericks, Tyrone, per- uh, Tyrone Perkins. Uh, uh, I think that was it. On uh, Devon Clark was also my roommate as well. At one point, we had a four-bedroom spot. Uh, so all four of us lived together. But uh, just every roommate that I had was, was great. You know, just the bond that we had, it was great to, you know, after practice, long days from school, practice and stuff, just going back home and hanging out with them and, getting a better bond than you than you can get in the locker room or in the classroom uh, and just being comfortable with them and then having that bond transformed on the field you just know that that guy has your back no matter what on the field that's off the field and when you have those bonds you know as you move forward you had the opportunity to be on the field as a senior with guys like Jarvion Howard, Abdul Adams, Markenzie Pierre, Mo Neal what can you say about the future and I know there's a bunch of guys that have come in as well. Jawar Jordan Jr. had himself a nice spring game. Just just what you could say about the future of all that and, and where those close bonds really are and kind of going off of that because you got to spend the most amount of time with Mo Neal if, if, you know, if, if, if that kind of connection that you have you know, with him, if that holds a special place in your heart. Of course. I'll start with Jawar Jordan, uh, the freshman. He, I've never met him uh, I kind of like we locked eyes when warming up so I was going to you know give hugs to coaches and to Mo Neal and to uh, Jarvion and everybody but um his talent you know shocked me that game he had two touchdowns kid runs hard fast um he's a freshman so you know you're just trying to showcase your game as a young kid and show the coaches what you can do uh so come around summer camp you know they they go back to the spring film they're like okay we give this kid an opportunity we can get him on the field somehow but just the sky's the limit for that kid it seems like uh you just gotta put one foot forward and just keep moving uh that's from jarvion 
Markenzie and Abdul, those guys, you know, I formed a bond with them. Even Markenzie before any of those last two guys I mentioned had got there. Um, just saw me as the big brother in the group. Uh, always asked questions. Always a hardworking kid. Um, Jarvion, that kid's a, a tank. Like, I see the – he ran over a kid that I played high school ball with at Pittsburgh this past season, and I always joke around with him about that. This kid is just an animated person, a clown off the field, on the field as well, just a funny kid. Sky's limit for him. Abdul Adams came in, transferred from Oklahoma. Uh, that kid's got looser speed, crazy – sees cuts that I won't even see and I'll go back and watch film and look at him and like, how'd you see that? And he'll give me pointers and vice versa, the same thing. Uh, just a, a kid for the game, loves the game, always asking questions, always in the, in the playbook, in the uh, film room. Uh, and Mo Neal, that'll be my brother forever. Uh, room with him this past year and the year out before that. Uh, kid, I love his family. Mo, we gone through so much together. Coach is changing because he came after my freshman year. Uh, had three to four, three new running back coaches, two new head coaches, and we got recruited by Coach Schaefer. Um, so the kid is just all about the game. Doesn't care who's in front of him. You know, he was one of the littlest guys on the field, but had the biggest heart and just had the grind and work ethic that you can't teach. So that kid from North Carolina will be something special and soon to see his name in the draft one day. Yeah, coming from Dante Strickland, his name is in the draft coming up this coming week. And and Dante, kind of a, a final piece here. I'm an NFL team, 53-man roster. I got one more spot left. I sit you down. I got you and 10 other guys that I'm looking at. Why do I take Dante Strickland? Uh, just know that you're going to get a kid that doesn't speak about his game. Uh, he'll show his game through film, go outside right now, and put me through any drill, anything you need me to, to show you what I'm about. Uh, and just my story, you know, I got a story. Everybody has a story, but mine, I just feel like mine's special. Um, it's really made me the type of man I am today. Um, just the grind that I have, uh, just know that I'll never be satisfied with anything. Uh, sky's the limit. And just pray every day that, you know, I get the opportunity one day and it comes up next week that I can get my name called or just get a phone call to say that I got a mini camp invite, anything. Just, just, just to get my foot in the door, and then after that, the rest is rest is history. Yeah, coming from Dante Strickland, playing at Syracuse, having a bunch of different coaches, going through a head coaching change, definitely gives you some NFL experience, I would say, Dante. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, just, you know, great opportunity. Coach Gabers, uh, having a lot of guys being in the NFL as well, you know, having his uh, him talking to coaches, Coach Schaefer being in the type of guy, to have uh, NFL guys on his staff as well, so just – here, uh, being able to have those coaches coach me and being able to have scouts ask them what type of player I am just to hear from them uh, what they have to say. Yeah, coming from Dante Strickland as he gets set for the NFL draft with the rest of the Syracuse players that will be in it as well. Dante, as always, I appreciate it. I know that you and I are going to keep in touch as we always do. I can't thank you enough for being a man of your word, for being a part of my extended family. And, you know, just for just for all the positivity, I really do appreciate that. I know you know that, but I just want to say that again. Of course, Dan. Uh, it means a lot. Thank you for having me on your show. And uh, can't wait to have to be on here again in the future. All right, man, as an NFL player, I look forward to that. <laughs> of course. <laughs> all right, Don. Say, well, listen, enjoy New Jersey. Be safe. Have some fun. I'll talk with you soon. Thank you, man. Uh, you take care, too.